0: Who you are. I who you are. Hello, beautiful rebel, Sam Goldsmith here, and welcome to Her Great Rebellion, the podcast. This is the podcast that delivers the strategy and woo that results in radical self-acceptance, radical trust in yourself, and radical trust in the universe. Through thought work, sacred medicine and radical rebellion, we remember who we really are. So let's connect and breathe together for a few moments like we do every week. If if it's possible, close your eyes. If it's not, then that's okay. Just allow your awareness to move to your breath and begin to gently breathe in through the nose and
1: out to a slightly open mouth. Allowing this breath to find its own natural rhythm. Allowing some breaths
0: to be deep and some shallow. Not trying to control them, but understanding that as we allow the body to breathe like this,
1: our body, our energy system is gently recalibrating itself to ease. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Remembering that as we breathe together in this way, we meet in an entry point to so a
0: sacred dimension. This is a moment for us to remember and recognise
1: ourselves as sacred, to open up sacred listening, sacred hearing, sacred feeling and sacred understanding within us. Gently bring your attention now as you breathe to your heart to the area in the front of your heart, and the back of your heart. Feel the energy. And give permission for the heart to travel up to the mind and gently quieten it down. Allow now that quietness to move over the top of your physical head and run down the length of your entire body, coating it in a layer of calm. And as you continue to gently breathe, sensing the divine being underneath that layer of calm, give this divine being permission to hear, to interpret, to process and to feel anything and everything in the perfect way for your highest good. Okay, welcome to today's episode. Today, I want to talk to
0: you about imposter syndrome. This is a big one, and I think it's a great follow on from what we spoke about last week, where we talked about experiencing outweighing fact and all the little niggling thoughts that can come up to try and derail us and make us feel not good enough and ill prepared and not qualified enough. And generally not enough um, to do whatever it is we want to do So this is a great follow-on to to talk about um, in the week after that. Now it's estimated that seven out of 10 women experience imposter syndrome and if you're hearing this term for the first time, um, imposter syndrome is sort of loosely defined as a uh, an unreasonable deep-seated, fear of um of being caught out or feeling like a fraud feeling fraudulent in some way Um, and it's usually persistent now a lot of the um, research texts tell us that they estimate around seven out of ten women experience this and it predominantly affects um, or disproportionately affects high achieving women which is another um terrible consequence in itself um where these women are you know achieving superhuman feats but not feeling uh uh, worthy or grounded in them so they tell us about seven out of ten women experience it i actually feel like Pretty much all women experience it, perhaps not persistently, um, but definitely at some point or another in their lives and also um, related to different areas of life. So... um, you know, it might be something that doesn't affect a particular person in relation to their job, but it affects them in relation to their parenting. Or it doesn't affect them in relation to their parenting, but it reflects them. In, it affects them in relation to their business, or it doesn't affect them in relation to their business, but it affects them in their ability to um, manage money and speak to their accountant at the end of the financial year. So I feel like there's areas of our lives where we can actually connect to this inherent sense or this inherent fear that we are uh, fraudulent or that we're going to be caught out as not being perfect in some way. So that's the um, the broad, loose definition of um, of imposter syndrome. As I said, the saddest thing is that we often see this um, disproportionately represented in high achieving women, um, and it. Really diminishes the um, celebration that's allowed around their achievements. And I feel like this is one of the number one things that is extinguishing women's brilliance all over the planet because it's a fear and often unconscious that is driving and dictating our ability to connect to that very clear, grounded um, inner truth and express it in the world, in whatever area of life that is or whatever um, whatever form that takes. So um, I hear about, I hear stories all the time from women who I work with and I have my imposter syndrome alarm bells ringing pretty much all the time because the kind of things that they say to me about their achievements are, um, are key indicators as to as to what's going on so they might say things like um, I'm thinking of a particular woman who achieved something extraordinary in her uh, workplace she was in a, leader, a leadership position in health and she'd traveled all around um, Queensland talking to all these people in different um, arms of her organization and she'd been implementing a Uh, a new sort of program or initiative I guess where um, that was around leadership so the focus was really on leadership and she was going there as a leader she was uh, tasked with cultivating leadership in others so all of these things were like um, kryptonite basically to her deep-seated fear of not being good enough leader herself or not knowing enough and being caught out and all of that stuff that goes along with imposter syndrome. And when we talked about it, um she'd had a very successful trip. Like everybody was singing her praises and she'd had so many amazing moments with people. She'd opened up so much um emotion and leadership and inspiration with all of the people who she'd been meeting with and she'd gotten Lots and lots of people on board to really energise this new um, leadership initiative that was going to be rolled out through their organisation. But the thing that she was telling herself about them or about the achievement were, was horrendous. So when we talked about it, she said things like, um, well, the only reason that that talk went so well was because I stayed up all night rehearsing it over and over and over in my hotel room if I hadn't have done that there's no way that I would have performed like that and I wouldn't have got that result other things that she said were um, that she was so scared of failing that she literally worked on the material so much that she missed meals and she didn't get enough sleep and she was re um like rehashing all of the details of it in her mind over and over and over again to the point that she'd made herself sick. If she hadn't have done that, then she wouldn't have had that material in her mind or on hand to be able to answer the questions, and she wouldn't have known them, and she would have looked stupid. So these are the kind of things that she was telling herself, even in the face of tremendous praise from her bosses and tremendous positive reinforcement from the participants in the meetings that she was going to and their feelings about about the initiative and about her and about her leadership and and all of that. So that's the way that these thoughts are presenting to to women everywhere and even to uh, high achieving women. They're attributing these successes to flukes or luck or some kind of other external force or factor that means that it wasn't um, inherently within them to see this um, achievement come to fruition. So, instead of sharing with you um, an activity or a solution to this problem or something else that you know you can do or work on to improve yourself if you suffer with this, what I want to offer you is just a couple of reminders because the whole um, idea of the work that I want to bring forth into the world is about connecting to a truthful, clear um, wisdom space within us where things allow life to begin to flow easily and automatically so we can create radical ease in our life when we're moving and operating from a totally aligned space. So I don't want to um, put in more things that you need to do or learn or practice or beat yourself up about not getting right. What I want to do is just to remind you that when you have these kind of thoughts, please identify the thought. And we talk about thought work all through my programs. And there's other podcasts about other episodes of the podcast about thought work if you want to go back and look at those. But please identify the thought I'm having this thought. And remember that that thought is a lie. It is not real. That thought is a lie. It is a nasty manifestation of your particular egoic mobsters. And if you don't know what egoic mobsters are, you'll have to read my book. I'm sorry. <laughs> but once you know what they are, their power is going to be about 90% diminished, and you're going to be able to recognize these thoughts and pick them up and start recognizing them for the lies that they are. So when you have the thought, it's only because of this, I'm going to get caught out. I'm not good enough. If I hadn't have done X, Y, and Z, it wouldn't have happened. Any of those. Um thoughts that are extinguishing the inherent brilliance within you that created this success remember this is a thought this is a lie and it's not real there's nothing else to do to overcome this now sure if you want to develop confidence being a public speaker you can do a course if you want to develop um I don't know, report writing skills for your job, go and do a course. If you want to gain or develop some other type of skill, do it. But when these thoughts are coming out of nowhere, they're coming out of egoic thinking, just remember
1: that you can diffuse it by remembering that it's a lie. It's just a lie. It's not real. So to finish off today, I would like to read you a little excerpt from my book um, about um, imposter syndrome. The inner feeling of discontent and uncertainty that so
0: many of us are used to is not an indication that we are fraudulent or our achievements are flukes. Those feelings that burn within us are stark and stubborn reminders of the millennia of tiny times we have lost ourselves and added another brick to the building that has now become our prison. Break free from this now. The rebellion is to understand that when we are in communion with our core, our gifts and our genius, success is easy. The rebellion is to understand that we do not have to work harder to be deserving. The rebellion is to understand that we do not have to be more to have more. The rebellion is to call in all aspects of ourselves that make up our successes and to celebrate and love them all. The passion burning in your belly made you study harder than anyone else. The inspiration in your being made you do the things that others would never dare to do. The deep dedication in your mind makes you more consistent. The tenacity in your spirit made you never give up and the resilience that you have cultivated made you more enduring. That is why you are successful. That is why you have achieved whatever it is you doubt yourself about. It is not a fluke. It is not by chance. It is not luck or superhuman defiance. It is because in those moments you aligned with your truth and you did something fucking amazing. That is all. That's all Sacred Rebels, so I'm going to leave you with that and uh, let you think about that for the next week. Please um, subscribe to the podcast. Please share it. Please like it. Please leave me a review, all those things. um, Please tag anybody that you think needs to hear any of the content or could benefit from um, any of the messages. And um, as you do all of that, it really helps me because it helps me to share my work and it helps me to Um, share my book and all of that stuff as well so it's a win-win situation uh, for all of us okay so don't forget to subscribe do all the things don't forget to visit my website www.samanthagoldsmith.com if you haven't already done so you can download a free guided meditation there which is a self-doubt uh eraser medication uh, Medication. Yes, it is a medication. It's a sacred medication, but it's a guided meditation rather. Um, And you can also uh, check out my book, Her Great Rebellion, The Radical Act of Remembering Who You Really Are, which is on sale with a link there. And Remember, if you are ready to overcome the fear of being yourself by remembering who you really are and experiencing radical self confidence, radical ease, and radical trust in yourself and the universe, jump on the website, check out uh, the link to Rebel Life Boot Camp, this training ground of the sacred rebel. This is a um, uh, Lifetime access program that I've got there, where we go through all all of the things that we talk about in the book and all of the um, all of the nuances that come up in our day to day life, applying them to this methodology to work through it and become the primary authority uh, in our own lives and the primary authority, or therefore the primary authority in whatever it is that you're bringing in to the world as well. Um, So all of the details are up there on the website there's um, access to to join and to receive the materials and access to the community and sacred container that uh, holds all of that and I'd love to welcome you there anyway until then until next week I will uh, invite you to sit deep live radically and do you my sovereign sister see you next week